Hey everyone, welcome back to the Create Radio Show. I'm Jason Evans, and with me is Kyler Clapp. Only me. Let's go. That's right. As Kyler mentioned, it's just the two of us uh, today. Chris is on his honeymoon. Woo! Good for him. Good for him and Liz. That's right. He got married. It's a wonderful wedding, uh, full of celebration. He even sang. He even sang. It was a good time. Yeah, it was great. Uh, He did a wonderful job. We're happy for him and Liz. Yes. And then uh, Kyle uh, just kind of let us know last minute school got in the way. Uh, Story of my life. That's the story of your life. Yeah, I'm just trying to live in school. It's always getting School's in the way. Always get, I've been out of school for 12 years. And it's just always Still. getting in the way. <laughs> well, unfortunately, they could not be with us. And uh, hopefully next week, everything will be back to normal. But, um, you know, unfortunately, for like the last month, it feels like all four of us. What is have, normal? Yeah. Boy, that's a question, mm, isn't it? Loaded. Do you want to go that deep this fast? No. <laughs> um, well, Kyler, how are you doing? Oh, today's been a mess. It's been an interesting day. Yeah, my Facebook got hacked. Like legit hacked. <laughs> legit like, ha- hacked, yeah. Like not just the someone started sending the spammy Like messages. weird gifts in my messenger. No, like hacked, hacked. Like you have no access to it. None. And it's wow. like frozen and I had to send them pictures of my ID and it's just a whole mess. Wow. wow. You, you, know, you always think it's never going to be you. And then it happens. And it's terrible. Then they know where you live. Oh. And that you like to listen to One Republic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and they'll use that in your favorite you. <laughs> game shows, Wheel of Fortune. Now they know. Now they know. Um, well, it is it is unfortunate. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg, if you're listening, if you want to just go ahead and move Kyler to the top of the list, um, so she can get her account back, that would be very beneficial. So we had to we had to remove your admin rights to the recreate. Yeah, Facebook page. totally ruined my workday, honestly, yeah. but. Don't worry, the posts are still still for you guys. That's right. We're doing what it takes to make yeah. it happen. We'll make it happen. Um, well, I am sorry. It is unfortunate, but at least we're here today yeah. doing this now for the wonderful listeners out there. Yeah, and I'm sure their Facebook hasn't been hacked. So No, probably not. And if they are, I'm doing a coding workshop. No, yeah. I'm kidding. She's <laughs> taking up coding, so <laughs> that'll be at our next uh, online workshop that we offer <laughs> to recreate. Kyler's coding. <laughs> Kyler's coding. How's your week? Uh, it's been good so far. Um, Facebook has not got hacked yet, well, so I appreciate that. Mm. Um, but uh, it's been a weird week. Every day I've woke. I've. I've. W- how do you woken? Awaken. Awaken. Uh, Every day when I open my eyes in the morning, I've thought it's the a different day than what it was. Yeah. So like on Tuesday, I thought it was Thursday. We're recording this on a Wednesday, and I felt like it was a Monday for some reason. Hmm. Yeah, strange. But all that being said, Kyler, uh, we did have our May gathering in Tulsa. Yep. Just prior, the night prior. And um, I just thought, let's talk about that up front. We had a a nice little turnout, and Mm -hmm. uh, hopefully everyone who's there enjoyed it. But um, what were your thoughts? What did you think? I thought it was great. I love what we're doing with these gatherings, really being intentional about pouring into the creative and we've been really intentional about like no 
like less technology, not really no. So like no, nothing on the screens, no microphones. And it's very different, mm -hmm. but it's so good. And I love seeing people's reactions to, to the, I guess the, what would that be? The difference. Yeah. It, it's amazing how, I don't know if uncomfortable is the right word, but you know, like when you, when you're so used to one thing, mm -hmm. when you consider like a church service, or even if you've come to like create initiative things in the past, and right. you know what to expect, and right. then suddenly when those expectations are altered, mm -hmm. um, it, it can be kind of uncomfortable, probably from time to time. Yeah. But um, I think everyone had a good time. Was, I think everyone did. Yeah. Everybody looked pleasant, looked restful looked as they were leaving. <laughs> <looked> pleasant. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, if you were there, uh, we would love to hear your thoughts, and so so definitely reach out to us and yeah. and hit us up. But um, yeah, I was wondering so because you know I I spoke at the March one and I wasn't intending to, but I ended up speaking at the May one. So I, I, you I, must increase. <laughs> I promise I I I'm, I won't speak at at all of them. Hopefully, not many in the future. But um, the the thing that I I kind of caught was I know both of them. I kind of started off by saying I know this is different. Mm -hmm. and I'm already kind of longing for the time when it's like it, it that's not the thing like it's like where it doesn't feel different yeah and so people will will learn to expect whether they've come to events before or whether this is their first time they'll kind of know hey we we are doing something that's not like a normal church service right and honestly we're we're all about you learning from each other um we we provide times for that but there's going to be a moment where all we're doing is focusing on Jesus right you know so mm -hmm. Hopefully it's working, um, and hopefully if you've you've been to one of our two meetings, hopefully you've enjoyed it and you plan to come back sometime. Yes, please do. Please do. Um, what's your what's your kind of in the two we've had? What stuck out to you the most in terms of what we're doing and and that you know you think I don't know if working is the right word, but you just like what we're doing. What I personally like. Yeah, yeah. I think for me it's the kind of the effortlessness that it takes to participate. I know it sounds bad, but like I think a lot of times when creatives, when they think of gathering, they think of probably like the hype and like the energy and the motivation of like a big conference. Mm -hmm. But for me personally, I'm always worn out, like worn out after those because like it was really hard for my mind to focus with yeah. everything going on. But with these, I mean, you come and we have the prayer guides for you with the prayers written down with the lyrics in them and worship, like everything is just so laid back. And I think people leave really like refreshed and rested because of that so that's that's what i like yeah and I, i'm glad you feel that way I, I i hope that i mean that's definitely one of our intentions mm -hmm. um this one we had uh the other night uh we were in a, a, a small enough room that we use no ampl amplification mm -hmm. so yeah we did some acoustic worship with no microphones no instruments plugged in mm -hmm. uh the message was done with no mics right. and so i even think that that helps scale scale some of that back and made it even like it's just even easier because you're not sitting there going man that microphone is too loud or right. you know, that EQ's off or there's you know it's, mm -hmm. it, we really want to try to eliminate as many of those creative Elements, distractions yeah. as possible because I know I'm the one who sits in the room and I I just pick it all apart yep. and I try yep. to figure out how it's done and mm -hmm. and all that stuff so so we definitely are intentional about trying to eliminate those mm -hmm. distractions so hopefully it's working and uh, like I said if if you've been to one of our events we'd love to hear hear your thoughts uh, tell us if it's too weird um 
I don't know if we would change anything. And but, we don't yeah. care, but tell us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, we're definitely, you know, just trying to think outside the box. And so uh, we, do, we don't have a set date yet, but, but we're looking at July being our next gathering and it'll be yep. back in Oklahoma City. So um, we should have dates and information for that soon. And um, we look forward to seeing you at the next one. Woo! Exactly. Well, Kyler, um, let's just get right to our guest. She's the best. She's the best. Are you okay with that? Yeah, she's the best of the best. They yeah. don't even know. Yeah, they don't even know. Um, and if you don't know Jesse Crino, uh, you're about to, to get to know a little bit about her and who she is, but I highly recommend mm-hmm. that you go out of your way to meet her because she is one of the coolest people she is. you will ever meet. And I believe for the first time ever, Kyler, okay. we have a two-time, two-time Emmy Award winner on the episode. podcast yeah it's, it's amazing so jesse crino is a two-time emmy award winner from say it New again York. emmy <laughs> emmy award-winning <laughs> jesse crino twice 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 uh she she grew up in new york went to college in california and somehow ended up in oklahoma city so it goes <laughs> you go where the jobs are right yeah, yeah um so after years of working in television production just a few years ago jesse made the transition to becoming the production director at north church in oklahoma city and uh, she does a wonderful job so in this conversation we just kind of cover a lot of topics but we really dive into um, things she learned in the broadcast world and how that um, transpires in the church world. And before we go to Kyler, where, did you have any takeaways? What was it that, that you thought? She's got such a cool person with a lot of experience. So take notes. That's a get as, out your notebook. As always, <laughs> take notes. Get out your notebook, grab your favorite pen, and take notes. Here is our conversation with Jesse Carino. Jesse, thank you so much for taking time to be on the Create Radio Show. Hey, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Well, of course, it's been a long time coming. Uh, Jesse, as we uh, we started doing with our guests, we want to play a game of this or that to get to know you. And so, Kyler, the floor is yours. Yeah, so it's going to be awesome. quick. Well, I say this every time. Yeah. I say it's going to be quick, but I, I also like depth to the answers. So here we go. First okay. one, Walmart or Target? Uh, Walmart. I'm cheap. Nice, nice, nice. (laughs) (laughs) Lived in Malibu, but not classy. (laughs) Not classy, no. Um, uh, Books or podcasts? Oh, podcasts. Nice. All day long. Perfect. I can't sit still. Do you have a favorite? Um, my non-church favorite would be My Favorite Murder. Uh, but my church favorite is, uh, Tim Keller. Tim Keller's podcast is fantastic. Cool. Cool. I forgot yeah. the next one. I was oh, coffee or tea? Oh, coffee, hundred percent, hundred percent. Got my Starbucks right next to me. Go. Okay. Um, yeah. Running or walking? Um, definitely walking. I unless something's chasing me. That's the only reason I need to be running. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best answer I've heard. Cool. Yeah. TV shows or movies? Um, TV shows. TV's always been my thing. And also yeah. I have a short attention span. So that like a nice little 30 minute, 60 minute, that's good. Yeah, I relate to that. Cool. Last yeah. one, Marvel or yeah. DC? Oh my gosh. I'm going to say, I'm going to say Marvel because that's what all the cool kids say. But <laughs> I don't, I have not, I don't watch superhero movies. I'm the worst. Really? 
I, I was super into Wonder Woman growing up, and she's yeah. DC, right? Yeah, yeah. she is. So yeah. I, that's why I was like, I should say DC, but I don't know. Marvel is, I mean, Iron Man is pretty cool. So we'll go with Marvel. Cool. I'm going with Marvel. Cool. That was this or that with Jesse. Awesome. Uh, you, you survived. <laughs> you survived. You, I think you passed, even. Thank you. So Thank you. you told us off air that you got good grades, so you got another one. So good job. Gold Thanks. Star. Yeah. Appreciate it. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, uh, Jesse, we... we we're so excited to have you on the show, and I really want to dive into the production world with you. Um, you you have a, a great background in production, not only with what you're doing at North Church, but before you even got there. Could you just kind of walk us through a little bit about your background in production? Yeah, sure. Um, I actually was crazy enough to major in television production in college, so it started all the way back then. Um, and I'm getting pretty old now, so we won't talk about when that was. But um, I uh, produced... The actually, I directed the student newscast all the way back in college, um, and that's the direction I decided I, I really liked and wanted to go. So when I graduated, I came to Oklahoma uh, because it was a nice mid-sized market, so it's good for entry level getting into the newscast world. Um, and I was able to get a job at KOCO Channel Five um, as my first broadcast, my first ever like non-college job, which was great. So uh, I worked at KOCO for a few years, learning, starting from the bottom and just working up. So I started at like teleprompter and then, you know, I started to be able to run uh, cameras in the studio sometimes. And then I got bumped up to running audio for the uh, live newscast. Um, and I also learned, they took me out on a lot of remotes to do remote production while I was there as well. They did this thing when I was there called KOCO on the road during the summer, which they would take the newscast out live, like to some tiny little podunk in <laughs> Oklahoma somewhere. And it was like 150 degrees outside. And we used to have to set up a newscast out somewhere in the sun. So I got to do that <laughs> for a couple of years, which was, that was eye opening. I was like, oh, this is work. Okay, cool. Um, so that was kind of what got me into it. Uh, and I really did like it. I, I loved my end goal when I was there was to be a director for the newscast and actually technical directing and or directing. Um, and I started to train on that a little bit there, but then I got the opportunity to do that for real and for more money over at uh, OETA Channel 13 in Oklahoma City. So that's where the, I spent the bulk of my time. I was there for like 13 years. Wow. Um, and kind of did the same thing. Started there, teleprompter, audio, camera, doing uh, studio lighting, things like that, and worked my way up to being the being a director there uh, and a te technical director. And I did I did a lot of live television, a lot of live television production at OETA at, at all. I mean, I was a director, uh, but we had others. So sometimes I was audio chick, sometimes I was graphics, sometimes I was director, just depended on what we needed for that particular production. And so that's where I learned the bulk of what I was studio work. That was just straight up studio work. Yeah. Um, and uh, for, for any out-of-state listeners, OETA is the uh, PBS affiliate. Uh, yes. You know, public or public access. Um, yes. What, um, so, so learning how to do that, because, you know, a lot of people probably think of PBS as this national, you know, it's the syndicated shows or it's this or that. So what, what, what did your live production look like on that OETA? Yes. Yeah, so that um, when you're working with, with a PBS station, it varies a lot depending on what city you're in and, and what kind of, um, you know, funding and stuff you have in your local area. But it's a lot like how you have a local newscast at on your ABC station or you have the local newscast on your Fox station. PBS will do the same thing. So you have the national 
brought the national programming that comes down, but then local stations can produce their own content. And with PBS, we actually produced a lot more than just local newscasts, like you would see on your ABC or CBS station. So we did, I mean, some people might call it boring, but it's very educational. You know, it's, it's a lot of talking head, it's a lot of politics, um, you know, talking about issues with politicians. Um, we at OETA actually had a show that we did called The Movie Club, which was just a guy mm. that would, yeah, he would, we would do like ins and outs and he would talk about, and we would show a movie but he would he would intro it and then mm -hmm. we would break in from time to time and talk about what just happened and, and stuff like that. So yeah. I yeah. remember watching Yeah with BJ. The, right? Yeah. The BJ one Wessler, was like the movie club. West Side Story, yeah. like mm -hmm. classic. That's uh, wow. Yes. We Kyler yeah. and I grew up not far from each other, mm -hmm. but in a world without cable as children, yeah. the Saturday yes. night movie club was um yes. was something else, you know, for Oklahoma. Yes. <laughs> a lot of people like if I say OETA, like basically if I say movie club, then they might go, Oh yeah, the yeah. old guy. And I'll be like, Yep, that's the one. <laughs> so cool. So yep. And real fast, and we can cut this out, but do you do you or do you not have an Emmy? I have two, actually, oh, yes. I have two regional Emmys. That's two. <laughs> <laughs> wow. We can put that you, in her bio. Yeah, you left that out of the, <laughs> the, the, the yeah. pre-roll. Sorry about that. Two-time <laughs> Emmy Award-winning producer. Direct Was it for directing? or? Uh, it was for uh, producing and editing, technically. Okay. Awesome. Cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Cool. So with everything you've learned from live television, because I think in our minds, the worlds are completely different with everything you've learned um, from live television. How have you used those skills and transfer them into the world of church production? Yes. So I, I tend to think of it as actually very similar. Mm -hmm. um, and I think maybe that's just because of my background. Like that's the lens that I see it in. Um, so when I came on to, to staff here at North Church, um, my goal was honestly to make our live production look as much like an OETA production or something like that as possible. Mm -hmm. um, so obviously there are some differences. You're working with volunteers most of the time. So um, I do a lot to try to streamline the process uh, so that volunteers can come in and pick things up a little bit more easily. But when it comes to like the hierarchy, um, I try to keep that the same. Like when you're working in a, in a professional studio or live television setting, you know, you have the hierarchy of the producer, the director, the camera operators, and everybody has um, kind of like their role within the live production mm -hmm. that you're doing. Um, and I think that is something that's important to try to I think it works very well. I think the reason why we have that is because, you know, professionally, that's what like that's that's how we can get things done and that thing, that's how we can get, be efficient in making a live production. So I, I do bring that over um, into what we do at North Church and not to try to be like mean or anything, but like I do, you know, when we train our people, like, like our camera operators, for example, during a live, during a live production, um, you know, they have their responsibilities on camera and we want them to be looking out for other things, but also, you know, you, what the director says is what you do. Right. There's no like, well, I was thinking maybe I could do this. Like, well, I mean, I appreciate your, you know, w willingness to, mm -hmm. <laughs> to be creative. And we want some of that, but, but just making sure that, you know, um, head, headset etiquette is followed. Like we don't need to be talking about this or that, the other thing. I will admit sometimes I'm not the best at that, <laughs> but, um, you know, you know, leaving your mic off because we don't want to hear you. Sorry, camera operator. I love you, but 
hush. And, and, and um, if there are changes, you know, we got changes coming down and things are changing live and it's a dynamic experience, making sure that we have those communication mm -hmm. channels set well so that we know like if, if something needs to change, our, we have a floor director here now. So our floor director who's in the auditorium and standing right next to pastor will communicate that to the director. The director will communicate that to, you know, all the other production people. Um, and just trying to keep, run a tight ship along those lines. So I think that's the biggest thing. When it comes to like tech and all that kind of stuff, you can, I mean, like they always say, the, the tools, you can, you can get something working that could be great for your situation. It doesn't have to be the highest end of everything. Mm -hmm. But um, I think that organization of what a live production, how a live production functions was the biggest thing that I wanted to make sure that we had here that makes sense yeah yeah totally awesome. and, and kind of on that note um that I, I would love to kind of know maybe some of your tech that you have but you you kind of slightly went through your hierarchy but like on mm -hmm. a on a weekend experience kind of what what roles do you have that you feel um and maybe could you say uh what are volunteer or what what are not absolutely so um we have a I'll start with me because I consider myself the most important. No. Of course, <laughs> as you should. On, on a weekly, so I'm the production director, so I am on staff at North Church. Uh, I serve also as the live production director and technical director during our experiences. Um, so I'm on staff and I'm doing that. So I'm calling cameras and communicating to different team members and everything what needs to be communicated. We also have a floor director who, like I said, is in the auditorium. That person um, right now is most of the time a staff member, but we're working on actually transitioning. We're building that volunteer team to have that be a volunteer position. Um, and then we have five camera operators generally per experience. We have one of those that uh, we have as a part-time staff person who helps us just as a coach. So he's kind of like our, our lead camera guy. Okay. Um, and so he helps with training new volunteers, uh, troubleshooting anything that's been going, like if there's any technical things that are going on that we need to get fixed. Um, he's kind of the guy that's here every week that knows what's going on. Uh, but he's just part-time. Um, and then everything else is volunteer. So our uh, graphics operators, like I said, our camera operators, all the rest except for that guy our volunteers, um, our lighting, um, actually, let me, let me take that back. Not all the rest are volunteers. Our lighting guy is part-time because we pay him to actually do all the programming. Mm -hmm. And actually we just were finally able to bring our audio guy onto staff, but for a while he was part-time. Now okay. he's full-time. Awesome. So that's kind of what that looks like. And then we do have a new thing that we just started. I think it was Easter. Um, where we have an online studio, as mm -hmm. a live online studio that is broadcasting simultaneously with the um, live experience in the room. And so that crew right now is just one volunteer. Okay. <laughs> but we're working on building that um, because we want that to be something that gets to be a little bit more dynamic and we can do more fun stuff with. But right now that's just one volunteer doing everything. Awesome. That's quite, a, that's quite a team. That um, is a team. Just uh, one kind of follow-up question that popped to mind when you mentioned you, you've got this part-time camera op and you said they, mm -hmm. they kind of help train the other camera ops. So for, for North Church, how do you guys uh, train? Like when you bring in new volunteers, yes. like do you, do you have set times uh, during the year or what, what does that look like for you guys? 
Um, we used to do set times during the year, but we since we've uh, transitioned to having more moving pieces with our camera team, what we do now is uh, when someone expresses interest, we we're, we hug them and love them, and we say thank you so much for joining us. <laughs> and then we do kind of a three-phase process. So we bring them in the first time at, to to shadow. So it's kind of I forget which book this is from, but it's it's I do you watch. So we have them shadowing a camera operator and they're just watching. And we usually do that for a Sunday. So that's three experiences for us. So it's a lot of opportunity to ask questions and see what happens during a Sunday morning. And then the next time we bring them back, again for a Sunday morning, is uh, they actually jump on, but they have their coach right next to them. So the second time they're there, it's they do, I watch. Um, or you do, I watch, so that they're operating the camera, but they literally have a secret shadow right next to them to help them if anything goes wrong or they need help or they need any extra coaching. Uh, if that goes well, that is kind of our, our accordion. So some people pick it up right away and they're like, we got it, you're good, carry on. Some people may need to do that a couple times to really get comfortable and get you know to the level that you know, we, we try to keep for our camera operators. And then once they get through that level, the third step is just, you're free, you're with us. So then they get put on the schedule to run the camera and, you know, they're, they're free. So I don't know if that third step is really a step, but the third step is like graduation. You're on yeah, the team, yeah. congratulations. <laughs> so that, that's how we do it. And we do that for all of our positions as well, like for graphics, for lighting, um, just kind of the basic three-step process of, you know, check out, see what we do. You watch, and then you try it, and then once you've got it down, then you're released to serve. So cool. So when you go in each weekend, do you have a set goal for your team? Like, does it change from week to week, or is there kind of just one vision that you're following every week? Uh, for us, it's it's we try to stick to one vision that every week we're just trying to mm -hmm. execute our vision that we've, that we've established. And, um, for this year, and this actually comes from our great leader. I have to shout him out, Samson Varghese, who's our OKC pastor here at North church. Um, but we kind of set the vision at the beginning of the year and just go, go with that. And right this year, our vision is we want to create an experience that makes people online feel like we're in the room with them. Awesome. So, so that's kind of our overarching vision. And, you know, we change a little bit on the execution mm -hmm. here and there, but pretty much every week we're coming in trying to execute the best we can with the experience that's about to happen. Just one final thing, um, Jesse, do you have any words of encouragement for fellow creatives and techs out there? I would say... Um, don't forget that even though this isn't always the first thing that people think about when it comes to ministry, it's such a powerful ministry tool. Doing this, you know, camera work or, you know, live streaming your experiences, all that kind of creative stuff. Um, it's not super, what's the word? evangelical, I guess, you're, where you're not out there like in people's faces spreading the word, but what your your work is getting out to so many people. Um, I would just encourage people just to remember that. I think for me that that gets me a lot where I'm like, I'm 
usually I'm in a, I'm not out there like interfacing with people and telling people my story about Jesus and being that kind of person a lot because I'm in a studio or I'm, I'm editing something. I'm spending my time doing that. But just remember that that's why you're creating these things that you're creating. And that's, you know, you're, you're getting your, you're testifying about Jesus. You just as much as anyone else, just remember like, this is a huge tool that can help people come to Jesus and find Jesus and just be encouraged in that, you know, because yeah, it's a lot of work sometimes, but, but the payoff is fantastic if you think about it. And thanks Jesse for joining us on the podcast. What a great, what a great little segment with her. Um, Best of the biz. Yeah, she's great. That's why she's got two Emmys. That's right. That she, you know, yeah. uses as tokens for her, her team members. Yeah, just to say, just to say, here, it looks like you're having a bad day. <laughs> here, take an Emmy. <laughs> and you take an Emmy. Well, borrow an Emmy for the day. So, I mean, I, if we had Emmys in our office, I'd probably do the same thing. Who's to say we don't? Oh. Did you not know I have Please. an Emmy? Please it, let Well, us it's just know. spelled like M-E. It's oh, like okay. knockoff <laughs> award. It's an M-E. I gave I it to you. myself because, you know, me. Yeah. You just... <laughs> It's all about me. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. It's not a real award. Okay. Okay. You just made that up. I was really, I was about to go to your office and start looking for it. (laughs) It's just like popsicle sticks in the shape of a person. Yeah, in the shape of a person with me written on it. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, uh, maybe one of us will win a real Emmy one day in our lives and we can just, you know, go share it with Jesse. Yeah. You know. That was so great. I figured we would end with something else that is great. What's that? Top three. Oh. Wait, 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 wait. Top three. So top top three. Top three. It's been a long time since you've been in on a top three, Kyler. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it has. I've been in and out. Oops. But it I'm happens. Here. It's life. You're here it now. It is. Um, top three motivational songs. Uh, what does that mean? That means like you either need to, dr- for me, this means you either need to drive fast, kick some butt, or <laughs> or prepare to have a confrontation with somebody. So you like listen to this to... Like pump up music. To, okay. Wow. See, this is so outside of my personality. Uh, <laughs> I've really uh, got to think about this. Um. Man, I wish Colin and Chris were here because they would have good answers. Yeah, I feel like they they would. You you probably wasted this one on me. You know, well. <laughs> mm. So top three motivational songs, like so, when you need to to get amped up. Yeah, these are the ones. Um, uh, the the hold on, I'm gonna have to look it up. Oh no. So well, just I want to get the title. I have right. the tiger doesn't. No, count. it's not. I have the tiger. Okay. But it is from Rocky Four. I haven't even seen Rocky One. <laughs> Really? Well, yeah. Eye of the Tiger's not in Rocky 1. It's in 2? Uh, three, 3, I believe. Well, darn, I have to watch all 12 of this. So the one, for me, it's from Rocky 4. Okay. But it's actually called Hearts on Fire. By who? By John Cafferty. Okay. Um, but so it's at a, at a pivotal moment in, a, of course, a training montage. Yeah. Um, but so that's one. It's in it. I don't know why it was the first one that just came to mind, but it definitely like, you know, you, yeah. it, it pumps you up. Yeah. So um, I'm trying to think. Uh, let me see here. So 
this might be an embarrassing one. Okay. And it might, it might even be your fault. Oh. But it shows up in a, there's like a, just like a playlist when I do workouts, Uh you know? So it always shows up a lot, but it's really stuck in my brain. Yes. And it's Lady Gaga. Yes. And Ariana. Yes. And Rain On Me. Yes. Rain On Me. (laughs) (laughs) So that one definitely, you know, when it, when it clicks and I'm working out, yeah, there's a little motivating factor. Yes, that, that song is that. actually about crying. Well, I mean, I, I can see that. Oh, it's so, so good. I mean, some of the songs can, um, I mean, they can be depressive by nature, I guess, right, but they can right, still right. motivate you, right. motivate you to live your best life now. Well, I mean, maybe. if you look at lyrically, the way they described it, it's yeah. just very abstract yeah. crying. Um, so then uh, the third one, this is another off the walls one, because it's definitely not like a pump up song, yeah, yeah. but Oasis, Wonderwall. Oh. is one that it's like if i don't know if it's motivating in the, in the right way but it's the like i don't know what i want to listen to or i don't know what my mindset is or what you know what frame of reference i'm in okay but if i just put that one on it'll it'll i'll just get focused on whatever i need to focus on i'm with you so does that count yep okay so there's my top three that was good thank you good okay my top three um, we will rock you by Queen. Okay, obviously. Obviously, is that too obvious? Is that in the eye I mean, of the it, tiger category? It's it's probably not because people probably associate eye of the tiger with a movie. Okay, but I think we will rock you as a different universal. Feeling. Yeah, it's a universal okay. like pump up. Okay, cool. Um, second one. Real Gone by Sheryl Crow from okay, the Car okay. soundtrack. <laughs> wow. I'm American lady. So is that like a driving motivation? What is that? How does that Yeah, like if I need to pass a semi on the highway, <laughs> I like tell my friend Maddie who's in the passenger seat. I'm like, put on Sheryl Crow. <laughs> we got places to be. <laughs> <laughs> like Zoom gear shift. <laughs> <laughs> um, And then first one would probably be, this one's tough. I have a lot of pump up songs. Yeah, that's like like Kimber, my wife. You know, she she'll like we'll just be riding in the car, and she's like, "Oh, this is one that I I run to, or this yeah. is one that like." Yeah. And I'm just, I'm you know, obviously, I'm more of a podcast person, right? So right. it's 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 more of a challenge for yeah. me. But. I should ask you what gets you pumped yeah. to record podcasts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I would have to say right now, it is "Kickstart My Heart" by Motley Crue. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. How did that come about? Wow. Um, I actually really like 80s rock because my dad listens to it a lot. So I was on a playlist a couple weeks ago trying to make a workout playlist. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I remember this song, but this is a good song. Because it's like the, the, the bass and the guitars are just like, like they're just it's real good. <laughs> Motley Crue. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's a good top three. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, and then the honorable mention... I am a Christian. I am a C-H. I am a C-H. I don't know if I can say that after saying Motley Crue. But that, that might be a weird, a weird disconnect, but hey, okay. we make the rules here, right? Mm-hmm. This has been Top 3. Our podcast, Our World. Well, uh, this is random, but this might be a good place to close. Did you see they've released the uh, first publicity photos of the... the of the flower? No, no, oh. no. This is more of a direct tie into you and uh, Motley Crue. Okay. The Tommy Lee and Pamela Anderson 
movie for Hulu. Sebastian with your, Stan. your guy, Sebastian Stan, <laughs> playing Tommy Lee. <laughs> There's a Oh, Sebastian Stan. There's a clip of him and Anthony Mackie doing like a red carpet and he walks up and Anthony Mackie's like, Sebastian Stan, what a man. Like, <laughs> and it's become like a TikTok, like a famous yeah. little TikTok bit. Yeah. Um, and that's what you say every time you see him. Sebastian Stan. So did you see the photos? I, him and, uh, I did. He's wearing like eyeliner and has yeah. uh, tattoos and yeah. stuff. And Lil, I think Lily James plays Pamela Anderson. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so I have no idea what the movie's about, but I just saw the like the photo of them too. And it's really like they they kind of resemble them. Like makeup and hair, mm-hmm. they did a great job. They. I read an article about it and it's, I guess they just had like a really toxic weird relationship yeah i mean there's a lot about their so that's <laughs> their personal lives. yeah gonna be about i guess so. so i just i saw that and i thought you're gonna be excited that sebastian stan is like lip rings earrings tattoos <laughs> everything else so everything. and you mentioned motley Crue, so Rock this on. is a perfect perfect time he can play he's amazing so but you did mention killers of the flower moon they released a, a still of leo yeah. Um, and uh, a, a lady, I'm, I'm not sure what her name is, but it looks she's like a she, Native American she's playing actress. a Native American. Yep. Uh, well, she is a Native American playing an Osage. Mm-hmm. Um, so in the, the photo. So it's happening and you've just got all kinds of stories. My dad, well, so they're filming it in my hometown. And my mom's been sending me pictures throughout the week because I guess this is their first full week filming. Mm-hmm. And so I, they brought in a bunch of vintage cars. They dumped, like, dirt on the streets to make it look old-timey. So my parents are just blowing up my phone. And my dad is actually at one of um, his buddies' houses, one of his, at his buddies' house that's, like, right on the corner that they're filming on. And he's just staking out all day. Yeah. Like, probably got a notebook, taking notes in his phone, whatever. But he, t- I talked to him on the phone the other day, and he was like, yep, Leo pulled up in a, a 2020 Lincoln license plate number i was like oh. that <laughs> maybe not i think my mom said he could probably tell you the license plate number but uh, it's it's gonna be great when when your dad ends up in the movie and like there's like we're, we're gonna be in a theater it's gonna be a big premiere watching it and your dad's just gonna come up and he's like well here you go sir and he's like taking leo a hat or something <laughs> or robert <Yeah>. de niro <laughs> well somebody somebody made a joke they were like it's gonna or maybe it was you that was like, it's going to be great when they need a, a pastor yeah, on set, yeah. like somebody to play the preacher. Yep. It's going to be your dad. It's going to oh. be all decked out in 1920s. Yeah. It, and it's just, it's so funny because like to us, Leo and Robert De Niro and the really big actors, but my mom, she actually has students that are in yeah. the movie. They're Osage Native Americans and uh, they like, they don't, they don't know who Leo is. So they're yeah. like, you met Leo today? And the kids are like, yeah he's in the movie because they don't know they haven't seen titanic they haven't seen shutter island (laughs) inception they haven't seen inception (laughs) blow their little minds exactly (laughs) um but that's cool right i mean it's you know it's an opportunity that's what's great about when these uh film crews go to small towns but right you know oklahoma they're making an effort they're trying to get some legislation passed to Mm -hmm. to get tax tax credits and things like that for the film industry so right um it may be more often Stillwater, the matt damon movie uh they released their first trailer okay um which it it, technically the the film mostly takes place in france but he plays a character from 
Stewart. I think Stillwater, Oklahoma. Gotcha. And so they, they shot many scenes. Uh, our friend Tommy was an extra oh, Tommy. Um, for a day. So hopefully he'll, <laughs> ma- he'll make it. Um, if, if he made it um, as the extra, he was like a construction worker. Yeah. And so he's got a great story. So if he made it, we're going to bring him on to yes. tell the story. Yes. Um, but, uh, but anyway, so a lot of activity in the film industry in Oklahoma is kind of cool. It is cool. I think... I think people realize how easy it is because, like, people just don't care. Yeah. Well, and even the ones who do, like, there's a sensibility in Oklahoma, but mm-hmm. most people that's like, eh, I mean, they don't want to be bothered. Right. Sure. <laughs> like, you can build a church in the middle of our town. Yeah. That's fine. You could yeah. put dirt on the streets. Yeah. We don't care. It's fine. So it's it's very cool. We're looking forward to its release. Someone asked us after the recreate gathering. Mm-hmm. So it's like, this is really even going to be a big deal outside of Oklahoma. I was like, yeah, like Apple's paying millions of dollars so they can put it on their streaming platform. I just don't think people know what it is because it's about like, yeah, it's about the Osage reign of terror, but it's also about the literal beginning of the FBI FBI. and soccer moms love their crime show (laughs) stuff. So that's right. Like it's it's ready, America. It's such a unique story. Um, yeah. In real life, it's such a unique story that I just can't wait to see the way they unfold it. Right. Because um, I've said it before, the book is so fantastic. Mm-hmm. And I trust Martin Scorsese to to take a book and turn it into something equally as right. fantastic. So really looking forward to it. And I'm looking forward to seeing your dad on the big screen. Can't wait. Jay clap, everybody. <laughs> well, uh, Kyler, uh, I know it's just been the two of us, but it's been fun. It's been fun. <laughs> exactly. So fun. She wants to sing about it. But um, we want to thank Jesse again for taking time yep. to be on the show. And so, uh, you know, like I said, if you haven't met her yet, find an opportunity mm-hmm. to meet her. She is just a wonderful person to know. And um, hopefully next week we'll have all four of us back in the studio. Wouldn't that be fun? Party. Party. We'll have uh, married Chris. We'll have out of school Kyle. Out of school Kyle. And then I don't know what changes for, for you, but. Um, not Facebook hacked Kyler. Yeah, not, hopefully, her Facebook profile is back in her own hands. <laughs> um, but yeah, should be exciting. So, um, anything else, Kyler? We out. We out. Felt so weird for me to say. <laughs> well, for Kyler Clapp, for Kyle Lee, for producer Chris. I'm Jason Evans. We hope you guys have a great week, and uh, we'll catch you next week. Adios. We out. (laughs) We out.